One bite of 100% Angus beef ballpark frank, and you'll say... Hello, summer. Oh, yeah, it's ballpark season. From novice to aficionado, find yourself here. High-quality cigars plus personal customer service. Slow Burn is Waco's only mobile cigar lounge, featuring a meticulous curated collection of premium cigars. Visit our website, www.slowburnwaco.com. That's www.slowburnwaco.com. Yeah. I love my HBCU. And boy, boy, I love it, love it. Yeah. I love it, love it. Yeah. I love my HBCU. And man, yeah. I hope my team they won one. Yeah. I hope my team they won one. Yeah. Man. I hope my team they won one. Yeah. I hope my team they won one. Yeah. I tune into the HBCU Sports Lab to see if my team won a lot. If they lost, I'm quiet as a mouth. But if they won, keep tab. Uh, I'ma do the dab, yeah. Dr. Cavill, yeah. he know what he be talking about. Talkin Mike about. and Charles, Talk. they know what they be talking about. Yeah. Talkin they compress the analytic data with your hip hop. If you know them like I know them, they gon' tell you if your team, if they want a lot, yeah. And who's about, who's about. So listen to Professor, yes sir, yes sir. And pay this is Dr. Ville with Inside HBC Sports Lab with Mike Washington and Charles Bishop. Welcome to episode 293 of Inside the HBC, excuse me, episode 295 it is. Man, we're moving forward. Yeah. So the Inside <laughs> the HBC Sports Lab radio show and podcast. I'm a week behind. The show that's covering the sporting HBC dash all things HBC sports from institutions large and small from the NIA to the NCAA insights and information on HBC sports culture, HBC athletic aesthetics to facilitate the story of HBC athletic programs and the business of HBC sports. I'm your host, Dr. Yadakville, along with my co-host, Mike Washington, Charles Bishop. As you see, Mike Washington is out on assignment, but we should have a good interview for you today. So we're going to try to get you the information that you want. Uh, we should have Curtis Simons, HBC Go TV on. So we get a little in-depth knowledge hopefully on what took place and share a little bit of history with you in terms of his path and how all that came together. With that, we're filming from our home studios and sending a signal live with our KCH 1230 AM studios with the Texas Radio Hall of Famer, multi-Hall of Famer, Ralph Cooper, and a beautiful home at Texas Southern University from Houston, Texas. With that, Charles, I see you have your I Believe shirt on with your jacket. It must be a special occasion. How are you doing today? I'm uh, doing well, Doc. It is right upon us. It is week zero coming up this weekend, so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we got football. We got national band competitions. The season is here. I'm ready. Let's go. Yeah, it is that time. It is that time. I have to bring some more information. Um, I'd be remiss if I did not um, take this time to honor uh, former Texas Southern athlete Charlie Frazier, who passed away at 83. He was an NFL wide receiver here with the Houston Oilers. And it takes Ralph Cooper to tell his story. He actually ran track and field at Texas Southern University. He didn't play for the football team uh, with the talent they had. He went over with a friend to the Oilers doing their tryout to support him. And the guy out there, the time that they were doing in, asked him if he plays and all. Asked him um, what he did. He said he ran track and field and asked him his time. Next thing you know, he had a suit and suiting up for too long. He made the team and had a contract. But there's very few opportunities where you get to come across, you know, an elder, now an ancestor, obviously then an elder, that uh, for whatever reason just shared life experiences with you um, and connected with you because of who you are and the connection you had. And had such a warm heart as, again, as the Hall of Famer Ralph Cooper would talk about is, you never seen a frown on his face. He always smiled. And so uh, rest in power, Charlie Frazier. And just wanted to um, give you opportunity. I know you met him as well. If you wanted to share any thoughts 
about the legend uh, in regards to certainly in this area, in this part. I'll yeah. give that to you now. Uh, no doubt about it. I mean, you talk about a true gentleman, uh, always very gracious uh, in terms of uh, his time that he spent with me. Uh, it, like you said, it, it takes Ralph Cooper to tell those stories, those great uh, stories of yesteryear uh, in, in terms of uh, an athlete just showing up at a Houston Oilers tryout and all of a sudden he's on the team. Uh, it tells you how special an athlete he was. Uh, there is a tremendous uh, footage uh, of him catching a touchdown pass on the HBCU Sports. Uh, kudos to Jared Hoffman for uh, the article that was written uh, on Mr. Frazier. But uh, Mr. Frazier, just a true gentleman. And I really did uh, cherish uh, an opportunity to not only meet him, but to interact with him on several occasions uh, back at the old radio station. Yeah, uh, big heart, big guy. Um, part of that Flying Tigers, as you talk about that, which is amazing. Hall of Fame, Clyde Duncan in there. I mean, they were putting, picking them up, putting them down, running uh, terrific times. His personal best time included the nine-point four finish in the 100-yard dash, and the time clocked at 20.8 in the 220-yard dash. The boy, the young, the man can fly. Yes, yes, indeed. And the boy can fly. Uh, Fraser eventually, as a transition to the American Football League, uh, where he did uh, came on as an undrafted free agent with the Houston Oilers. And the rest is legacy and history. Uh, rest in power, Charlie Frazier. Yes, sir. So I wanted to get that out there and pay homage to him. Uh, but on the other side, I did want to go to you uh, for some news of the day. I want to see what direction you go in. Uh, quite a bit out there on the ticket. What's on mm -hmm. your mind in terms of what's going out there in terms of the news of the day? Well, let's start off. Big news coming from Alabama a is they named their new athletic director. This is Paul Bryant who will be coming to Alabama A&M from Edward Waters. Of course, uh, uh, A.D. Bryan, no stranger to the SWAC because he was at Graham, but he's coming back to the SWAC, Alabama A&M. So uh, kudos to the Alabama A&M Bulldog family in terms of naming Paul Bryant their new athletic director. Yeah. Paul Bryant, as you said, most recently at uh, Edward Waters, mm -hmm. who won the Black College Baseball Tournament. Uh, before that, he was at Grambling. Um, so – he really put it on display during his interview. I mean, during his press conference, I should say. So it's going to be fascinating to see what he can do. Um, as he's experienced a lot of growth at Edward Waters, a new football facility, uh, obviously updates to the locker room, recreational weight center that went with athletics and the uh, institutions. A lot of partnerships that he got done there with the university and the city. So it'll be interesting, Kenny use some of that experience in regards to what he could do with Alabama A&M and Huntsville uh, in terms of the city uh, there, Madison, and the extended areas around uh, normal in terms of uh, Huntsville, Alabama, and normal Alabama with Alabama A&M University. So I'm fascinated to see what he gets done there uh, as he continues to move on uh, with that legacy. Um, interesting in a lot of ways there. Uh, the other news is out there is MEAC Commissioner Steele's to speak at eSports Next Conference from the MEAC.com. Uh, uh, MEAC Commissioner Sonia Steele's will be a speaker at the 2022 eSports Next Conference. Uh, um, a lot of that was before she became commissioner as one of the top associate commissioners. Uh, previously, she was responsible for pushing forward eSports as it was connected with the MEAC. So it doesn't surprise me uh, that she's going to be involved with this. With that being said, it's going to be interesting to see how she maneuvers and do we see any more of the MEAC even pushing even further with eSports. Uh, but the conference is powered by Morgan Stanley, which is uh, being held Monday and Tuesday at the Hyatt-centric Chicago Magnificent Mile. Stills will speak on the game for everyone panel on Tuesday at 2 p.m., uh, 1 p.m. Central. Gaming for everyone powered by the gamers, H-E-R-S, uh, purposely talking about the women associated with eSports. is fascinating to see what that looks like. We're focusing on how identity, support, and advocate for the underrepresented groups in eSports. Burton Maloney, co-founder and chief innovation officer of MERS, will moderate the panel. Stills will be joined by panel by Gene Reed Richardson, president and CEO of iFolio, Ryan Johnson, founder and CEO of Community, and that's Community with the X, uh, Lindsay uh, Poss, executive producer of Women in Gaming, 
lead for Holodeck Media. For more information, you can contact, check out 2022 Esports Next Conference for those that are interested in that. And there's a lot of people that are getting in this e-gaming. Obviously, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about Benedict, uh, what they're doing with their program, and uh, both partnering academically. Uh, recently, I had a colleague, Carter Francique, Dr. Carter Francique, she's been on this show before. She was named as the dean over there in the college of education. So I got an opportunity to talk about to her about esports and where they're going with that program. So look for them to continue to move forward. So it's interesting to see HBCUs getting into esports. Uh, any thoughts on that, Joe? I mean, esports is huge. Uh, you start seeing uh, esports labs uh, uh, being created uh, at all, all over HBCUs, and I, I don't know. I, I just kind of take a look back at it now. I, you know, from my, my days of playing uh, <laughs> all those games uh, in, in, in the dorm in college, and now you see where esports is uh, has gone to, and it's really taken off. It is huge. Uh, I marvel at my uh, nephews. They sit around and they watch live streaming. Of, of esports game, so it, it is a very, very huge thing that you take a look at, and it is uh, uh, just uh, at the at the tip of the iceberg, if you will, uh, in terms of where esports is going. Uh, all those guys that put all that time in on that, it means something now. So, <laughs> man, you sound a little jealous. Like I you. am, I am, man. I, I still got my old college football uh, game back there, man. I still play it. And, I still play man to this day. I'm probably going to go down playing man. So <laughs> I tell you, I, I still have so much fun in terms of uh, esports and things of that nature. But uh, to see where it is taken off and see to see these esports teams now uh, that are representing the various colleges and universities, it's tremendous to watch the growth of. Yes, uh, we have Brother Hillman Frazier representing. Uh, out here, the uh, legislative body of Mississippi. Uh, yes, Gordon. Yep, David Barnett. Uh, Lynn Blow is in here. So I'm here present for class with homework completed, repping Norfolk State. Hashtag behold the green and gold. Hashtag Spartan Nation. I like that. Mary Allen says hello, everyone. Anthony West, which stations will be Swack Miak Challenge be televised just one or more? Uh, the Miak Swag Challenge is an event that is part of the ESPN group. So it's my understanding it will be on ESPN um, versus HBCU Go if that's the other component that you're referencing. So the Swag Miak Challenge, interesting, he said Swag Miak Challenge, not Miak Swag Challenge. One if he's trying to tell us something with that. <laughs> Again, he a part of ESPN. So that's interesting there. Um, let me go to a break after I get some of these folks here um, and we'll see about what's going on there uh, as we get into it a little bit. And we might go to a little break there early. Let me shout out Noel Price before we do that. William B.J. Levette II. Uh, Chuck Hunt, always in the building. Jerome G. Sutton. Who else? We got Chad Cooper's in here. Go Jags. Hashtag spot the ball. Hashtag duly error. You can't use the same hashtag that was at Prairie View. Y'all got to get it done. <laughs> Willie Alex High. Good evening, everyone. The CIAA checking in the before church. I do like hashtag Julio. Donald Crawford, Swarm as one. See, they came up with a unique one. That's Alabama State. I like that. I like uh, that. The MEAC commissioner needs to be in the kitchen frying some chicken. Oh, man, we can't get down like that. You can't disparage women. You got to come out with some better uh, talk than that. Jerome G. Sutton this season will be a long journey. I'm ready for it. George Suggs, Nate Kennedy, Willie Alex Hines, Emma Price, G. Boom Holly, Anthony Weston says, oh, what's going on? Let me take a break, and we'll get into it. Um, before we take that break, any last news that you wanted to share before we get into this break, Charles? Yeah, I wanted to say kudos to Kyrie Lyles. Great uh, article on HBC Game Day, Alexis Neely. Uh, Put that out there for them, but uh, uh, Kyrie Lyles, he's going to be a production assistant working with Kurt Warner over at the NFL Network, former quarterback at Jackson State. So, uh, kudos to post playing career with, with Kyrie Lyles. Cool, cool. With that, stick with us. We'll be right back after this first break. This is Dr. 
inside the HBC Sports Lab with Mike Washington and Charles Fitzgerald. Stick with us. We'll be right back after this break. Oh, that spin class was brutal. Well, you can try using the Buick's massaging seat. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Can I use Apple CarPlay to put some music on? Sure. It's wireless. Pick something we all like. Okay, hold on. What's your Buick's Wi-Fi password? Buick Envision 2021. Oh, you should pick something stronger that's really predictable. That's a really tight spot. Don't worry. I used to hate parallel parking. Me too. Hey. Really outdid yourself. Yes, we did. The all-new Buick Envision. An SUV built around you. All of you. Maureen is saving big holiday shopping at Amazon. So now she's free to become Maureen the Marrier. Food is her love language. And she really loves her grandson. Like, really loves. Charmin Ultra Soft has so much cushiony softness, it's hard for your family to remember. They can use less. Sweet pillows of softness. This is soft. Holy Charmin. Oh, excuse me. Roll it back, everybody. Sorry. Charmin Ultra Soft is so cushiony soft, you'll want more. But it's so absorbent, you can use less. So it's always worth it. Now, what did we learn about using less? You gotta roll it back, everybody. <laughs> we all go. Why not enjoy the go with Charmin? This is Ryan Fulford. A.D. Drew and I are co-hosts of the BCSN Sports Wrap. We talk about all things related to HBCU athletics. From the games, teams, coaches, and fan interest stories, we cover it all. You can find our shows on Facebook at BCSN Sports Wrap, YouTube at MyJBN Online, and everywhere you listen to podcasts like Anchor, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. You can also find the show on the Jericho Broadcast Network's app. Make sure to download. We look forward to you joining the conversation and being a part of the show. That's a pretty tight spot. Watch this. Of course your view works itself. That's so you. It's just up here on the right. Of course you know where we're going. That's so you. Kind of got a sixth sense. And a head of display. They're here. Hit the field. Warm up. You brought all these players in your Buick? Yeah. So you. It is. There's a Buick that fits your life. Because at the heart of every Buick SUV is you. Nope. Nope. Want him? Ooh, I like him. Quick, the quicker picker-upper. Bounty picks up messes quicker, and each sheet is two times more absorbent, so you can use less. He's an eight. He's a nine. Bounty, the quicker picker-upper. At CDW, we get speed as the new currency of success. Our team spends way too much time tending to outdated applications and software when they should be focused on driving application agility and innovation. CDW Amplify Development Services modernizes software and application development to help accelerate innovation and digital transformation. So you mean building new applications, UI, and mobile interfaces? Well, you said you needed to innovate more quickly. Oh, so he's a listener. To do more at scale, trust CDW Amplify Development Services. For 200 years, Montgomery, Alabama has been making history by people who had the courage to stand up for change. Today, this riverfront city has been reborn, embracing the past and looking forward to the future. From the National Memorial for Peace and Justice to the stage of the Alabama Shakespeare Festival, this is where history was and is made. We are proud to call Montgomery home, and together, we can be the change. Press the analytic data with your hip hop If you know them like I know them They gon' tell you if your team If they wanna love yeah. And who the ball, who the ball. So listen to Professor Yes sir And pay attention Cause he gon' teach a This is Dr. Bill with Inside HBCU Sports Lab We have with us today The B plus Hall of Fame, for those that may not realize, that is the broadcasting cable. We got a Hall of Famer. He is also the co-founder and CEO of HBCU Go. That is Curtis Simon, a native of Bermuda and alumni of Central State University. Welcome to the show. Welcome, Dr. Kenyatta. Good to see you back, man. It's been a, been a while, man. You know, I always enjoy our conversations, my brother. No doubt about it. Charles, we're going to take this back a little bit before we get into this. So we're going to, we're going to do a little extended interview. Hopefully we can really provide some foundation for those because there's a lot of questions out there about uh, broadcasting, cable, network, mm-hmm. all that information. And you have 
a lifetime experience in that field in many different capacities, literally helping to build a billion dollar industry. I would say twice over. Mm, yeah, yeah I, I, a lot of people realize from BET where you really took the groundwork, uh, but people don't realize it was a start with ESPN. So last week we discussed Byron Allen, HBCU GOAT, announced that football schedule media mogul Byron Allen and his HBCU GOAT streaming service will be broadcast football games featuring Scott squads this fall. Also CIAA. Can't get too far ahead of ourselves. Don't be surprised if there's some other HBCU conferences in the work. I'll just kind of throw that aside. I you can decide, that. no doubt. But think about this for those that may not realize this. And if you don't believe me, go Google it, as they say, young folks. From 1980 through the 2000, Simon was instrumental in steering ad sales and marketing fortunes for ESPN and BAT, ultimately rising in the organization to become Executive Vice President of Affiliation Distribution and Marketing for BET Holdings, Inc., from 1988 to 2001. This is when BET shot to the stratosphere, if you would, uh, in a lot of ways. And part of his is among other things that BET, because they were all involved in that, is what many people um, harken back to this day when BET was broadcasting HBCU football games. Yes. You're looking with it. I got a chance to cross paths and intermingle with a lot of folks that put in the groundwork, the broadcasting uh, cable work that you work hands on to get in some of those stories about how y'all got feeds and things done because things were not as modernized as they are now. No, it's fascinating when you hear those stories. You're right. Tell me a quick one. Tell me a quick one if you can. Well, I tell you, t- t- I tell you the one that really was my first education when I came into BT. You know, uh, we were doing games two weeks, you know, tape delayed two weeks games. And coming from ESPN Live Football, I was shocked. I was like, who's watching football sports two weeks later when you already know the results? So I finally convinced Bob to do live television uh, after being on uh, with him for about six, seven months. And we had a Grambling game. And Eddie was still alive at the time. And Eddie did not play about coming into Grambling without him not knowing what you're doing. And we had gotten an agreement from the SWAC to do the game in Grambling. We roll them in the trucks on Friday. Eddie's having practice. He stops practice, talking about, tell these trucks doing out here. We're here to do your game. No, 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 you're not doing my game on here. You can't do no game on here unless I approve. And I'm like, Mr. Robinson, you know, no disrespect here, but the SWAC gave us no disrespect. I can't give you no approval to be on my yard. That, that's me. So we sat there and went through it with Eddie for about a good three or four hours. I'm calling the world now trying to figure out. We're supposed to be doing a live game on Saturday. I'm trying to figure I'm in Louisiana trying to figure out how to do a game. I called over to Southern and said, listen, luckily Southern had a home game. I said, look, we got to find a game. Can we come over there? You know, and luckily we were able to get bailed out over at Southern to get a game on. You know, but I'm telling you, Eddie was Flat out, no, no, and no. Pack your stuff up today. Don't even come in and think about putting your stuff on my field. You know? that, was probably, that, was, that was my first rude awakening to black college sports. You know, <laughs> so with that being said, you got to write your own book. Is it true <laughs> that you were part of the group uh, that convinced Bob Johnson, as you talked about, about investing a million dollars into doing these games that you mentioned earlier? Well, uh, yes and no. I was part of the team. There was a team that, that put that together. It was, it was myself, Jeff Lee, who was executive vice president of programming at the time, James Ebron, who was also selling advertising. We were able to convince him that we it, it was time for us to do live sports. And uh, the respect I had with the BT shop coming out of the ESPN house, you know, everybody was kind of writing my coattail about the idea of doing live sports. So, we were able to take that jump. We were ahead of our time. You know, we were ahead of our time when we came out and tried to do it because the advertising community has not changed much as it is today as it was back then. You know, they did not really want to support black college sports. That's been the, that's been the dilemma of black college sports across the board. You know, in PWIs, they got no problem in putting that dollar sign. You know, if it's McDonald's, if it's, you know, Kroger's, if it's whoever it might be, they're going to spend that money. But with us, it's like, no, we're just going to put a couple pennies out here, let them be happy, 
And that's how it was. And so we never got the advertising support to really drive the games like they should have been compared to, as you see today, the, the billion dollar deal that ESPN just lost with the three networks, Fox and others, you know, doing stuff with the Big Ten, you know, and I think that, you know, the advertising support back in then is what drove Bob out of it. You know, we were losing money, big money, because, you you know, you, you know, you produce your own show here. It, it ain't some change. And you're always looking for sponsors to cover your nut. And if you don't have that to cover your nut, you start looking at them losses and you're like, whoa, wait a minute. I'm spending this kind of dollars to produce a game and I'm only getting this return. No, no, no. This is not good math here. You know, and so that's what really kind of drove BET out of the business because it wasn't really beneficial for us cost-wise. And at and that time, back in that day, there wasn't the technology there is today that you could have figured out to kind of minimize some of your costs. We're taking live cameras in today. You can take one or two cameras in and remote it and do all kinds of stuff, get a fly pack and boom, boom, boom. You can, you, can, you can figure some ways to make it look decent, you know, at the end of the day, and that cost you arm and leg. So, you know, that was a move that we were way ahead of our time. Uh, but it was a move I regretted because we lost black college sports. And I remember I had left BT at the time and at 01 and ESPN hired me as a consultant and, um, they didn't know what to do. They, 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 they did not know what to do. They, that time, Mark Shapiro was the programming guy. George Bohan was, uh, George Bohan was, was uh, my buddy. It was also chairman of the, of the network. So they were like, Curtis, what? what should we do with black college sports? No one's doing anything. I said, man, you should try to, you know, get your foot in the door. And that's really how they began to get their foot in the door on that thing. At that time, no one was doing anything with black college sports. So what was, what was college supposed to do? They both, they both jump in if they can get a chance to get a bite. Why not? They should, you know, but I think now what has uh, evolved is that, you know, the conferences have gotten smart now, got smarter, put it that way. And I think that, you know, unfortunately for all of us, the George Floyd situation changed the world. It now made it now made HBCUs be more of a we should do the right thing and quit throwing crumbs at them. And now let's really get out here. And then you bring in people like Dion, Hugh Jackson, Eddie George. And now we're attracting more and more NFL guys who are walking in and saying this brand needs more support. And we're not going to walk away from it anymore. We're going to help drive that. And that's really where Byron Allen is with uh, Allen Media Group is that we want to help give HBCU schools the right exposure. That's the real thing about HBCU Go Network. The network was driven on, on, on the grind that we want to uplift the 105 slash 107 historical black colleges to the point that people get educated on what came out of it and what's there now. You know, I mean, I'm sick and tired, Charles and, and, and Dr. Kenyatta, of a, a black kid saying I can't go to a black school. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? It's the best education in the world. It's the only place that you can go to and the president knows your name as soon as you walk in the door. You don't get that at a PWI, nor do you get the bonding and the commodity that you get with the other folks that you know and live with. But the thing is, what we've got to do and what we're trying to do now is help the educators at these black colleges understand the strength of sports. The mm. strength of sports is a drive. And yes, we, we want to have accredited schools. No question about it. But let's get smart in the business side of the game. The business side is sports, athletics. You with that, with that, Curtis, you know, I want to ask you a little bit more about the business side because I want to allow Charles to jump in and ask some sure. questions. But you talk a little bit about that experience about BET and ESPN getting in business. I know one time we were discussing and there's dialogue out there about this exclusionary contract. Talk a little bit about the exclusionary contract, the challenge of that um, and how that existed and how, because of your relation with ESPN, how you were able to buy secondary rights back from ESPN in a lot of ways. Well, I I give a lot of the credit in, in our swag deal to Charles McClellan. Charles is a very astute commissioner. Uh, he realized that he's got a very good product, a very good product, and that one that, you know, you can no longer overlook. And so 
you know, the contract with ESPN that he had, he knows, and ESPN knows that it was done way before the time. Even the people at ESPN was that was done way before the time, you know, and it was, and it, and it was a, you know, a take the jail type contract with your hands are cut, handcuffed. And Charles was smart enough to say, listen, you can't continue to warehouse everything we have here, you know, and it's not being shown. Give me an opportunity to make some additional dollars here. You know, you know, if that's the case. So once you make your pick, at least allow us to do something with the remainder of the game instead of just letting them sit on the sideline here and no one sees it. Or you're allowing our schools to locally show them, but they're only being shown in the local market. Why can't I get national exposure? And so the one thing that, you know, I echoed the charge. You know, when we first started talking, I said, when, when I did, when I was with ESPN and the NFL deal, when ABC, CBS, and, and, and um, NBC had a deal, and we were, at that time, ESPN was just coming around the corner. You know, and we, when we walked in and we just said, listen, let them pick their games. There's going to be some games left here, and whatever's left, give them to them. We'll give you a price. And so they gave us those games. Now, what the, the difference between the broadcast guys at the time and ESPN, they didn't realize the marketing animal ESPN behind, had behind it to start really pushing these games out. And then what happened was the games, which they thought were going to be dog games, turned out to be great games. Mm-hmm. And before they know it, they were doing better ratings. We were doing better ratings than the broadcast guys. And so the league started saying, well, wait a minute. You know, they got these, what we thought were dog games, and they're turning these kind of ratings in. And, 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 and to this work, today's world, still is, everybody's caught up in impressions and CPMs. And they were like, well, these guys are driving some great CPMs, some great impressions. Maybe we need to get them a little bit more bite at the apple. And then slowly, we started getting a little bit more bite at the apple. We get a little bit more sub-feed from the cable operators. And then ESPN came back in with the wops and you know what? They, they teamed up with ABC and said, now we we coming in with the hammer. Here's what we want. Wow. And boom, there, there it was. There, there wow. it was right there. You know? Well, let, let's take our first break. We'll come back on the other side. I'm going to let Charles jump in. I know he has a couple of questions. And, no problem. No and problem. We'll, we'll follow up. This is great information. No, We're no really taking us behind the scene to understand a little more about that. Uh, with that. No Stick with us. We'll be right back after this break as we have Mr. Curtis Simons of HBCU Go. Stick with us. We'll be right back after this break. If you think all pads are exactly the same, think again. This is always Ultra Thins reinvented with the always triple protection system. This pad wicks gushes 90% faster, absorbs even more so you can feel dry, and locks odors in. Rethink your pad for up to 100% leak-free and odor-free comfort with the totally reinvented always Ultra Thins. This is always like never before. Now you can live in Texas and not have a good red meat blend. Texas Cowboy Dust is designed for steak and other red meats. It's out to be my most popular spice blend, made with onions, peppers, ground mushrooms, pink salt, and other spices. Texas Cowboy Dust also goes great with chicken, pork, vegetables, and has a restaurant-quality sheen to gravies and sauces. It's like a loot machine. Vanilla smoked sea salt seasoning is for seafood. The tarragon and fennel bring out the natural sweetness in seafood. I also use it in rice dishes, on yams, asparagus, blueberry pancakes, and believe it or not, chocolate chip cookies. Vanilla smoked sea salt adds a salty and savory component to sweet dishes that create a symphony for the tongue. Itchy, squirmy, scratchy, family not getting clean? Get Charmin Ultra Strong. Go get them! It just cleans better. With a diamond weave texture, your family can use less while still getting clean. Goodbye, itchy squirm. Hello, clean bottom. (laughs) We all go. Why not enjoy the go with Charmin? Bounty versus the old family dish towel. Drying with a fresh sheet of Bounty leaves your hands cleaner than a used dish towel that can carry and redistribute food residue. So ditch the dish towel for better hand hygiene. Bounty, the quicker picker-upper. 
From novice to aficionado, find yourself here. High quality cigars plus personal customer service. Slow Burn is Waco's only mobile cigar lounge featuring a meticulous curated collection of premium cigars. Visit our website, www.slowburnwaco.com. That's www.slowburnwaco.com. Press the analytic data with your hip hop. If you know them like I know them, they're going to tell you if your team, if they want a lot left. And who the ball? So listen to Professor Yesa and pay attention because he's going to teach a lesson. This is Dr. Lil with Inside the HBCU Sports Lab with Mike Washington and Charles Bishop. We have none other than Mr. Curtis Simon as the co-founder and CEO of HBCU Go, giving us some information and backdrop in terms of just his experience in the broadcast industry and taking a deeper dive where we get into a little more about the deal and why this is important. Let me let Charles follow up. Sure thing. Mr. Simon, you, you've been at the forefront of uh, this television industry, especially in regards to the broadcasting of HBCU games. And you touched on something that I wanted to follow up on uh, in terms of uh, athletics being the front door to the uh, institution itself. And, and we keep saying on this program, we're at the at, in the midst of a renaissance, if you will, of, of athletes coming back to HBCUs. But uh, are we at this point where uh, our institutions understand the power of television, the power of streaming in terms of bringing uh, their institution to the mass? I think, I think we're right now crawling, Charles. I think, I think we're, we're, not, we're not there yet. Mm. Uh, you know, what, what we've got to work on is, the, Dion said something when he was talking to Byron um, when we first started the swag deal, and he said, he said Byron, let's, let, me, let me just make this real clear to you. You've got to, you've got to change the culture in the thinking here. He said that, that this this is not easy, you know. This is not this is this, this is a ripple effect. This is this is not a smooth effect right now. This is a ripple effect because we've got to change the culture of the educators' mindsets to understand. Now, this the deal with SWAT with it with a black organization like Alameda Group is big, and you can see just in the recent pop we got being on, you know, selling it in twelve markets in syndication, you know, and having it on broadcast television. This is a big step for us as far as a black conference having that kind of, and it's free. Mm. And you go to ESPN, it's ESPN plus, you got to pay for it. It's free now. Okay. So what my job is going to be, Charles and, and Dr. Kenyatta, that I'm working on is I'm trying to drive butts in the seats. I don't want to see an empty stadium. I want to see a packed house stadium. I want to be marketing my butt off to try to put as many bodies in those stadiums every time we show we're on television because we got to show the excitement, man. It's a lot there, but we got to drive our students there. We got to create that entertainment value around it. I mean, it's always had a history of foot band sports, band sports. Okay. Well, we've got to trade that environment and that culture to be able to show more of what we're doing. You know, what's happening in the pre? What are we doing in the tailgate? What are we doing after the game? What are we doing in what we call in the fifth quarter, creating the fifth quarter? So now we have a battle of the bands in the fifth quarter, you know, and now we're doing the drumline beats on that. So we can create more excitement. And now what we're trying to build with HBCU Go is that true black destination. Hmm. No longer are you having to fiddle on it. Well, what channel is that going to be on? No, 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 no. You know, Two o'clock in the afternoon, boom, here it is. You know, you know, Albany State against FAMU, September 10th, bam, HBCU Go. And it's on HBCU Go, it's on the GRIO, it's on, you know, it's on Local Now. It's on four or five different platforms underneath HBC, underneath the Alameda Group. So you're going to have all kinds of different ways to be able to watch this network, you know, on that. And so if we can grow that excitement and get to and what I'm trying to also do uh, Charles Dutton is Dutton getting, you know, more of these guys from classics to people planning out events. Why are we going over here? You're talking about you want to support the village. Why are we going over here? Why not come to us? Hmm. You know, we got 34 broadcast channels that Byron owns. We're, we're, we're syndicating. 
We're putting you on digital. We're putting you on linear. With with, with now, we, we bought the Black News Channel. Put that to the Grio Network. So so, what are we missing here? At the end of the day, what are we missing here? We're giving you a full plethora of exposure. So if anybody with their mindset is understanding what we're trying to do here, you're like, damn, I need to jump on this. I need to jump on this platform because this is like going to dinner. I got my steak. I got my salad. I got my potatoes. I got my kit all on one plate. Do you think that advertisers are uh, coming on board, if you will? You you mentioned uh, earlier crumbs that that was back in the day, but uh, yes. in ter- terms of taking a look at advertisers now, that's the world that's very interesting, Charles. That's that for me. That's probably been the big kicker since I've been taken over by since Byron has bought my network. You know, we came on the network in October of last year. I couldn't get an advertiser to look at HBC Go. Within less than two months, between Alan, I mean, between uh, Byron out there banging on advertisers about more support on Black-owned media businesses, everybody was knocking at the door. And I'm talking about heavy knocks. Now, not, not just saying I'm, I'm going to put a pickle out here. I'm talking about heavy knocks to where... You have more and more advertisers now who want to support HBCUs. But what they're looking for is, how can I get on that campus? I need to touch that student. That's what I got to figure out for. That's what you got to help me figure out. I want to get my brand on that university. So when they wake up in the morning and they go down to wash some clothes, Clorox is right there. My brand is mm-hmm. right there with, you know, if I'm going to the bathroom, I got some PNG product, you know, that kind of thing. You know, that's where... The sponsors now are looking at and they're trying to be more creative in figuring out ways to support HBCUs. The goal is now that we all need to do that Byron's pushing between black owned media is don't judge us by CPMs. If you truly want to, you truly want to get on board with us, sponsor us. Sponsor us. Don't, don't, don't come in, you know, don't just say, well, I gotta have a CPM. It ain't like that. You know, it ain't like that for us coming out the gates. Put a sponsorship behind. Put your money where your mouth is. If you're truly supporting black colleges, via be sports, academic, lifestyle, education, put your money where your mouth at. Bottom line. That's where it's got. Curtis, I wanted to go take a little deeper dive in terms of CPM and as you alluded to the advertisers. You know, there are a lot of folks that talk about the that the deals are not very good. But talk about the challenge that you spoke about of making sure that advertisements dollars are there for the businesses uh, that are going to make the deal with. And when I say the businesses, I'm talking about the broadcast networks that are going to make the deal with the conferences. What is that difference uh, when you want to compare between what I refer to as HWCUs, you know, these conferences, even if we're not talking about the biggest ones, SEC, Big Ten, we know how far that is, but even like the Sun Belt, the Conference USA, what is the challenge that you've continually seen over the years in terms of advertisement not paying the dollars necessary to the broadcast network so they can pay what is well, really appropriate I, I, to I the conference? We, where you're going to, Dr. Kenyatta, is what we're trying to do. Lack of exposure. If, you, if you're not getting exposed out here, as universities, who knows? I, I, somebody sent me just today a documentary they put together on um, uh, North Carolina A&T. It was called uh, We Are Still, meaning they, they, they did a documentary talking about the growth of A&T football and how now, so, you know, Sam Washington is now the coach, but before him, the, the coach before him really made the change, started really getting them on the winning streak. But one of the things that, one piece of that, was mentioned in it to your point was when they interviewed the commissioner of the big South, he said, I had heard of HBCUs, but I didn't really know what they were. He said, you know, we started following North Carolina NT, but I still didn't really know what HBCUs were. Okay. And that's only because we haven't been exposed out here. You know, that's, that's the whole thing. Dr. Kenyatta, you know, why is there only, one girl being drafted out of the in the WNBA this year out of black college. One girl. Come on, man. 
You're going to tell me there's no black girl that can't play ball in a black college that can't play the WNBA? I ran the Mystics for two mm. years. I know that I know there was girls that could play. Mm. But because of the politics in the game and because no one really seen the girl go after 20 some points a game, but no really, no really knew it. she didn't fit, she didn't fit in the in, in the mix. But a girl from Duke or North Carolina show up, automatic. Don't matter. She go eight points a game, still get a better look. Because they see every day. So they're wrapping her name up every day. Oh, that's so 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 so. Where our girl show up, they're like, who was that? She from she, where's she from? Prairie View. I ain't never really heard her. I ain't never heard about her. So how good is she? I don't know. So the more we can create the exposure, Dr. Kenyatta, to me, this swag deal is the first step of the conferences now looking at their true value. Mm. Now the fact that they're able to see that, I mean, we're, we're in, our syndicated people are selling black college sports in San Diego. Who's black in San Diego? Sacramento. I mean, we picked up markets where I'm like, when he, my man was running them off to my said, they're carrying black, they're carrying our games. So Curtis, they were the first ones to call. Mm. Wow. So it's exposure. Huge. It's, 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 it's huge. And so when I'm trying to convince all the conferences now, I'm like, look, I don't need all your games. I like to have them. But we can create some nice packages between all four conferences that could give me that plenty of having one, two, maybe three games a day, you know, and feature that. that that's what I want to grow to. You know, I want to grow to where you leave a game at 1 o'clock, you got a game at 4 o'clock. You game at 4 o'clock, got a game at 8 o'clock. You know, now, again, as I was telling Charles, I was telling some of the other commissioners, they, they got to start helping me out. You know, if I'm doing television, I come to you and you you at Grambling, I'm saying, look, you got lights, let's do a night game. I can do a night game. Let's change that game from 4 o'clock to 8, 8 o'clock. Okay, let's do a night game. And let's work together on this. Don't, don't sit there and tell me, ah, I can't do it. Every other school does it. The PWI do it every day. Okay, I can't tell you when I was at ESPN how many games we created. Said, no, 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 we don't want to play. We don't want this game to be played there. We want to play, play the game at this time. They moved the game just like that. They didn't think about it because it was ESPN in the market. Bottom line. I want to follow a little bit about as you talk about that marketing. You know, the term was used out there, the the, 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 the opulent, uh in regards to the multiple package. Can you break down what does that mean and from a television perspective? You mean multiple I mean what how many games we're doing? Yes. Well the, you know how you have the syndicated and you have the diopoly uh in regards to um the syndication rights where there are multiple tiers and things of that nature. Yeah, well mainly what we're doing is that uh, with the syndicated markets, those games will air lot. We're sending that feed to the market at the same time we're picking up the feed live. So they're getting live. That game is live. So in Sacramento, if we're doing it. A 6 p.m. game, they're doing it at 3 p.m. on their time. They blocked off three, three, hour, three and a half hour block. So, the game so you have these, these separate stations, and each of the separate stations are governed by their own metrics. Exactly. And they can decide oh, individually wow. to pick them up. Exactly. Uh, versus you having this national platform such as CBS National, if you would, right. or ABC National. Exactly. Now remember, national. But, but, but remember, Dr. Kiata, just keep this in mind to that point. They're picking up our live feed. So they're going up for our clock. They're going for our clock. Now they what they have to do on this station. Remember, we have we have CBS own and own own and operate. These are affiliates of CBS. This okay. isn't a national CBS. Okay, these are affiliates where you know Curtis Simons owns a station in uh, Sacramento, but it's a CBS station. Okay, so I have the right to do whatever I want to do with the station on, on the clock. Okay, so, so do you I, buy the rights for like the CBS? To have it for a local market to put yes. their name on it, kind of yeah. like you do with the yes. uh, franchise. Yeah, yeah. They they buy the rights from us. They buy the rights from us. What they're doing is they're, they're paying for the rights to carry our game. That that's how that's how it flows. That's how it flows on it. Got it. Before we close up, I wanted to go back a little bit and just uh, tease out how did the Bahamas HBCUX Classic come to fruition? I think you told a little bit about this story, but well, it was you one always of the greatest. Seem to be on the cutting edge of looking at new opportunities. That was one of the greatest projects at the end of the day that I'm so proud of. 
I, I think I'm, I'm think I'm so proud of it for two reasons. Number one, you were involved in it, you know, heavily involved in it, you know, in Texas Southern and my old schools and my school central state. But you know, in putting it together, I had never put a classic totally together myself by myself. And I did with this and the grind was so interesting because it all came down to the 12th hour, as you know. You know, I mean, here you go into a completely international market who is not even set up for football. They're set up for soccer, track and field, but not American football. So here we are bringing in goalposts, bleachers, things that you, you think are automatic. Not said the least, we were dealing with the director of tourism who had told us we were going to have car blocks of the stadium. And that whole thing flipped when we got on there. You know, mm-hmm. there were so many layers of people that we now had to go through to get things done. And everybody was trying to freeze me at the 12th hour, like, no, you can't do it this way, you can't do it that way. But luckily, some way, God blessed me that we got this thing pulled. Through. And then what was even crazier, I telecast the guy, streamed the game from the Bahamas. And we had, I, I brought a bunch of my old BT guys who came, flew in, supported me. And Dr. Kenyatta was right there with them. And they literally, Charles, put this thing together in the box, in the, in, in the, in the box as we're talking right now. That's I mean, awesome. we had this thing, we had this thing wide up. They were Time wise together, they were, my guys did, they did an incredible job, man. It was one of the greatest performances. And we put 10,000 people in the seats. It was packed. Now, if you watch, you watch the um, what they call the Popeye Bowl now that they, they run over there during yeah. the time, they can't even put half the fans in there that we put in there. Because see, we bought we bought the local fans up in there. They didn't do they, they don't do none of that now. But that that classic. I would have loved, you know, it was supposed to be a three-year deal. They reneged on me, you know, because it, it was more expensive than they thought it was going to be, you know, and everybody kind of lost a little bit, including myself. But the, but the joy of it, of putting it together and being able to bring those two universities over and be the first to make something like that happen, to me, was history, was flat out. Let me ask this question. You're always at the cutting edge of so much within this industry. What what are like the emerging trends that are going to like really blow people away over the next, I don't know, four or five years? Well, I, I think television, as we're talking about right now, is going to change. I think you guys will play a big role in what you're doing right now. You know, I think the, you know, having your own podcast is going to be getting bigger and bigger. I think those, those are the things that's, that's going to grow. I think the, you know, the, 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 the linear TV days are over you know it's now going to be digital and it's going to be where it's going to be a slice of the pie it's going to be platforms out there you know people are going to get tired of paying a hundred dollar cable bill mm. you know the average person is only watching five channels and 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 and, and economy is driving everybody to, to to the max to say i can't afford this no longer i gotta i gotta get smart i gotta get smart so i think you're gonna see a whole shift from a digital side to the technology changing where you'll be more be able to be more selective on what you want to watch instead of being told this is what you have, you know? And so I think that the cable guys are going to start taking a hit, you know, down the road soon because more and more people are going to these platforms and you can just see that from the Netflix and Hulu's of the world, you know, they're driving the shit out of that, out of those platforms right now. You know, when people can sit home and say, "Shit, I don't watch movies. I don't need to go to the theater no more." You know, and that's why now all the movie, th- all the movie companies are coming, coming Netflix, all and, and having first runs, and then say, "Oh, by the way, you can get in the theater on the next time." Okay, because they yeah, can wow. get it that way. I mean, that's how that world's going to change. And I think that the biggest thing, and this is what I'm trying to echo out with us, is that. We as African Americans, which we don't want, we don't understand, is that we drive that curve. We can be twelve percent of the population, but we drive that curve on what you see and what you watch. We are the drivers. We stop going to movies; they got no business. Mm. Stop watching streaming stuff; you got no business. So we got great points. Great points. Fascinating. Fascinating. Shout shout out to some of those folks that you talking about: Stephen Beal, Zeke. 
uh, they got down there and made it happen. In the oh, Bahamas, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. I, 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 to this day, man, I thank all those guys, Kurt Simmons and that whole crew, Clint Evans and, and, and all the guys that were part of that crew. Uh, my wife was even part of it. I, mean, I, I, drew, I drew everybody in to help out on that one. You know what I mean? But that thing yeah, he, he really did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that, thing, that thing was incredible, man. I'm telling you, to put – I think the biggest education that I took away from that is that I'll never try to move 600 people at one time. <laughs> you know, you try to move bands and teams and say, nah, that don't work. No, 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 nah, that don't work. You know, you got to have a better mechanism than that. Tell everybody, tell everybody before we let you go about how to get HBCU Go TV uh, in terms of downloading, streaming, and yes. website. Thank you, Dr. Kenyatta. So when we launched on uh, September 3rd, will be our pre-show. We're going to do a pre-show from from the Hall of Fame leading into the uh, HBCU Hall of Fame game, which is Central State against Winston-Salem on, on Sunday. Uh, we kick off the uh, our season on September 10th with Albany State at FAMU at 6 p.m. You can pick up that game on – we're carried on Roku. We're carried on Amazon Fire Stick. We're carried on the app called Sports.TV. Uh, we will be on the linear side with um, the Grio network. Uh, we also covered our, another app called Local Now, and uh, we'll be on syndicated stations across the country, which will be covering about sixty percent of black households. So, and then you can also go to our website and pick it up, which our website is hbcugo.tv, and hit the live button. And you'll pick up the game at six p.m. Wow. Uh, I just need brothers like you. I, I need all your brothers supporting. You know, that's all. Yeah, you, you know? got them chiming in out here. Folks talking about they dropped their cable bill, two hundred eighty-two dollars. Uh, they moving away from it. So, I mean, it, um, it, as you it, talked about, it's fascinating. It's it, 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 it's a time where everybody's getting smarter, man. You know, and and then you know, I was part of that 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 bloodline. You know, when I was with BT, and I always predicted that people were going to get tired of the hundred channel situations. You know, because, you know, when I when I used to do the research and, and have my research guys always beat up on me and tell me they're only watching five channels. And I said, well, it ain't going to last forever. You know, I mean, you take the ride while you can and see what happens. You know, and fortunately for us, the BT Live and the ESPN. <laughs> that's you know, that's so time. true when you think about it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's very true. You, you have all these channels, but how many channels? How many channels do you memorize? Right, that's true. <laughs> I mean, it's very true. It's, 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 you have you it, come it, on, you, get really down, you might add no. two more. Right, right. But you, but you have you have your fixed channels in your head, and you and you can almost write them off what channels they are. Boom, you know your your program, your program. So I mean, it's the real deal out there, guys. It's real. Well, I thank you for your time. Uh, certainly, want to have you back when you have some additional news to drop in terms of this business. And so, I appreciate you so Anytime, much for providing man. that information. Yeah, I, mean, I love brothers good. like yourself, man. You and Charles, man. Need more of you out here to keep talking about it. You know, we need to keep pushing the HBCU button. I think there's a lot that, that can be said. You know, the, the new story that you guys should think about doing some more on. The, you know, Fisk University starting their first first uh, gymnastic program. You know, I mean, that's history. You know, you look at it. Secondly, you look at now, um, you look at the MEAC, Title IX, you got now almost, uh, you know, including uh, Commissioner Sonia, you got almost five young ladies now that are ADs in the MEAC. Yep, ADs, presidents, and we're going to have them on. We're going to actually have her on next Tuesday. We're scheduled to have a roundtable with Commissioner Steele's. Dr. Banks, as well as the athletic director, to talk about what does it look like uh, moving the MEAC forward and, and provide that's a different well. perspective. We want to make sure they continue to have a voice. So that, that, thank you for bringing it up. Perfect timing. As always, you always on that cut edge. Oh, uh, we'll stick with this. We'll be right back quickly to kind of tie things up. Uh, appreciate uh, Mr. Curtis Simon joining us. We'll make sure we bring him back so we can take a deeper dive. So much to discuss and discover here. You can't really do it uh, in a hour type show. But stick with us. We'll be right back after this break. One bite of 100% Angus Beach Ballpark Frank. And you'll say. Hello, summer. Oh, yeah. It's ballpark season. Oh. 
that spin class was brutal. Well, you can try using the Buick's massaging seat. Ooh, yeah, that's nice. Can I use Apple CarPlay to put some music on? Sure. It's wireless. Pick something we all like. Okay, hold on. What's your Buick's Wi-Fi password? Buick Envision 2021. Oh, you should pick something stronger that's really predictable. That's a really tight spot. Don't worry. I used to hate parallel parking. Me too. Hey. Really outdid yourself. Yes, we did. The all-new Buick Envision. An SUV built around you. All of you. Maureen is saving big holiday shopping at Amazon. So now she's free to become Maureen the Marrier. Food is her love language. And she really loves her grandson. Like, really loves. Charmin Ultra Soft has so much cushiony softness, it's hard for your family to remember. They can use less. Sweet pillows of softness. This is soft. Holy Charmin. Oh, excuse me. Roll it back, everybody. Sorry. Charmin Ultra Soft is so cushiony soft, you'll want more. But it's so absorbent, you can use less. So it's always worth it. Now, what did we learn about using less? You gotta roll it back, everybody. <laughs> we all go. Why not enjoy the go with Charmin? This is Ryan Fulford. A.D. Drew and I are co-hosts of the BCSN Sports Wrap. We talk about all things related to HBCU athletics. From the games, teams, coaches, Coaches and fan interest stories, we cover it all. You can find our shows on Facebook at BCSM Sports Wrap, YouTube at MyJBN Online, and everywhere you listen to podcasts like Anchor, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. You can also find the show on the Jericho Broadcast Network's app. Make sure to download. We look forward to you joining the conversation and being a part of the show. That's a pretty tight spot. Watch this. Of course your view parks itself. That's so you. It's just up here on the right. Of course you know where we're going. That's so you. Kind of got a success. And a head-up display. They're here. Hit the field. Warm up. You brought all these players in your Buick? Yeah. So you. It is. There's a Buick that fits your life. Because at the heart of every Buick SUV is you. Press the analytic data with your hip hop. If you know them like I know them, they gon' tell you if your team if they wanna love laugh and who the ball. So listen to Professor Yes Sir yes, and pay attention because he gon' teach a. This is Doctor Ville and inside the HBC Sports Lab, you just heard Mr. Curtis Simons, co-founder and CEO of HBC Go TV, um, in a lot of different projects. You heard a little bit about his background. Understand that he's just not a fly-by-night guy to put this together. So hopefully this provided a little more information. We'll get him back to do some deeper uh, dive. Um, was on the telephone and was able to get him in at the last minute. So I didn't get get out and market it. But as we move forward, we'll take some questions from people out there in the space and see if we can bring them out and really get a deeper dive. But I wanted to give you a little more detail. I know that there's a lot of speculation out there, a lot of people interested, rightfully so, but I wanted to share. Uh, people that are deeply involved that have a history to show you uh, a perspective that you may not get just listening to some social media framework and people like myself that are just telling you information that you can hear directly from the people involved. So wanted to share that perspective. Before we tune out, though, Charles, I want to get your thoughts. Uh, you talked about a phenomenal interview with a true innovator of, uh, of the industry and to pull the curtains back, if you will, and, and really understand even more on the business side uh, with regards to uh, HBCU athletics and, and television and, and where this thing is going. We keep talking about uh, being in, in the midst of a renaissance, if you will, of HBCU athletics. And this is part of the renaissance is uh, the, the broadcasting of these games uh, and for HBC, you go to be a part of it. It's huge. And get that back story and get uh, where we're going with this phenomenal interview. Thank you for that. Great closing point. Stick with us. Uh, Thursdays, we'll get in there and we'll get on the defensive side. We'll have a, some discussion, as we said, about some of those top three players. We did offense last couple of weeks. We're going to tighten everything up and give you the defense. Look for us on Sunday. We'll give our first Sunday show that we start back out in the fall. We'll break down what took place on Saturday with some of these uh, first uh, games in week zero, particularly with the Celebration Bowl. See what everybody's thoughts on that. We'll take a deeper dive into the Celebration Bowl on Thursday as well. Make sure you join the other shows and platforms as they will be getting into some of these games in terms of grinding AD with Sports Wrap, ONG, Strike Zone as they get prepared for North Carolina as they take that trip. Uh, obviously, Florida Bomora, which will be 
partnering in terms of the broadcast there. That's Edward Waters and Florida Memorial. You can see a lot of that right here uh, as we'll get discussing that. Obviously, on Saturday, as you get ready to get into the stuff, we got game time. We got Charles, I mean, Carlos Brown, his show. So continue to share with us these platforms. BJ Jones uh, will be coming back and joining us as he starts up his Sunday night shows in regards to the football platform. So stick with us. Thank you for listening to Inside the HBC Sports Lab. Make sure you share our podcast with your friends and colleagues. I am Dr. Kenyatta Bill, the Dean of HBC Sports, coming from Inside the Lab in the College of HBC Sports with Mike Washington and Charles Bishop. Hope you enjoyed our guest today, Mr. Curtis Simons. Again, we want to thank you for listening to Dr. Bill's Inside the HBC Sports Lab with Mike Washington and Charles Bishop every Tuesday and Thursday at 6 o'clock Central Standard Time. We look forward to next week. Uh, as we will have the commissioner of MEAC back on. But before we do that, check us out on Thursday as we give the latest news in the lab. Follow me, Dr. Kenyatta Cavill, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. That's D-R-K-E-N-Y-A-T-T-A-C-A-V-I-L. That's D-R-K-E-N-Y-A-T-T-A-C-A-V-I-L on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Inside HBC Sports Lab 1 on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube is Inside HBC Sports Lab. Make sure you continue to check out the pregame show as they start to lather up, get you ready, as they're going to take you down to Miami, where it should be uh, fascinating and fun. That's a couple of weeks away, so we'll tease it out a little bit, but check them out. Uh, they'll give you some back behind the scenes ways that you can't get anywhere else. Dream big, continue to move forward. We will talk with you soon. Charles? Of course. Roy? Lecture? Dismissed.